Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the one here in the palace, palace of neon sin and beauty. John Wayne, that's right, your favorite traveling idiot. I'm back again here in the neon palace of sin where I reside in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. To come with you here, thank you for joining me. Come with you here. I don't know why that sounded like, I know why it sounded like it did. Don't know why I said it. That's about it. But I am here this morning. I've got, ooh, you know I've got my peeping glass uh, mug, glass mug even, of coffee. Uh, Drinking it out of actually a John Wayne is dead mug. Ooh, with the skull on it. You can get those at the uh, John Wayne is dead uh, new apparel shop at johnwayneisdead.com. We'll talk about that later. I'm smoking some um, excellent grandpappy's medicine uh, today as well, as always. This time, you know, I got back in town. Last week, I was talking about how, like, all the all the weeds that I'd gotten recently were, like, all Star Wars themed. And I just, like, in the moment was like, oh, yeah, May the 4th, nerds, I get it. No offense. Uh, but uh, I'm a nerd as well. But then this time, I went, when I got back in uh, town after I finished all that, I went to Oasis, my favorite dispensary here. I have to say, I've been to quite a few of the dispensaries here in Vegas. And Oasis... Uh, is I, I inevitably always go back to that one. Um, it's just it's just the best I've gone to so far. Uh, that's not any kind of paid uh, endorsement. So, but uh, they rule. So this time I got I actually got a, a half ounce of Scooby Snacks. Um, also from Circle Farms. I get a lot of stuff from them. It seems like. And this is great. This is like 25.7% THC. Yes, you, you know it's good. You know I love it. And uh, I'm sitting here. It's got that going this morning uh, as we start the day and the show. Sorry, guys. A day late and a dollar short on this one. Coming out on Tuesday instead of Monday. I promise you. Totally worth it. Uh, don't worry. I ain't slipping. I ain't sliding. I'm always just abiding. I don't, this, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Somebody else has control of my mind and mouth my mouth mind. But um, before they take complete control over, I do want to give some special shout outs today because uh, number one, first and foremost, I have to give a shout out to my beautiful, beautiful, darling niece, Nora, for her birthday. It was her birthday this past weekend. Uncle Wayne uh, couldn't make it to the party, but I, you know, sent my regards and my masa was there to visit as well. So happy birthday, Nora. You're my princess. I love you. And also shouts out to Caroline, my other very special, gorgeous niece princess. You guys are the best. Uh, Happy birthday, Nora. Um, Uncle Wayne loves you. Also, Uncle Wayne loves, man, shouts out to my man, Jay Garner. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, AKA the, the shit streak smear or shitty McGee or whatever. You you had some weird shit nickname because your mom, shouts out Mama Judy, made you some uh, a whole shit cake. Little shitty cupcakes all over the place. It was, it was awesome and disgusting at the same time. I hope you had a great birthday, man. That's my con husband. I'll be seeing you soon, baby. Uh, take care. Uh, but happy birthday to you. And happy birthday to you all. Um, everybody, everybody gets a birthday today, but, um, no, aside from that, shouts out to them. That's very important, but shouts out to all my Patreon homies, shouts out to my Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so, so much for all that you do for me. It is greatly appreciated. It is, uh, nothing I take lightly or for granted at all. Thank you so much for your support, especially I've been out there on the road just slinging it out, and uh, you guys really, truly, truly keep me alive out there, and, and I appreciate it so much. Um, if you haven't checked out my Patreon and, and you want to give it a whirl, go on over to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead, and you can see what all I've got going on there. You can join the different tiers. You get cool stuff with each tier, um, but every single tier, no matter which one you subscribe to, gets you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast in which I speak with other artists that I meet around the world and the country and everywhere I go um, from all different kinds of disciplines and walks of life. And and we talk about their experiences and what they have going on. And it's a great conversation. Uh, I love doing that show. And uh, it's coming back in a big, bad way. We just crossed the 100 mark. We have like 102 episodes now. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to keep plugging along. So if you join the Patreon, you get access to all those back episodes so you can catch up and, and check out everybody. Also, I put cool things on the wall that are available to all of my subscribers. There's videos of me doing stuff at conventions while I'm on the road, uh, different karaoke appearances um, that I've, I've swooped in and done. 
Um, I, I often will take you through like a songwriting process if I'm if I'm working on a song for John Wayne is Dead, and I have a video of that up there and, and all kinds of stuff. So so please check it out. Any support is appreciated so much. Go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is Dead, and you can join yourself and see what all the fun is about. We'll talk more about the awesome dude for life uh, boner bonus podcast a, a little bit later. Um, but uh, yeah, shouts out to them for sure. Now, um, Wow, what's been going on? It what a what a time it's been. I actually had a weekend off from conventions this past weekend. Uh, as I came back, if you listened to last week's episode, I recapped my time in Chicago, Days of the Dead. Um, shouts out to them again over the time, and uh, I got to come home and uh, we drove in straight shot. Like I said last time, twenty four hours straight. Got home and actually. You know, got to have some time to chill here at the house, reorganize, kind of reset without having to turn around and leave two days later or three days later. Um, so it's been nice. I've just been resting up and 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 staying on top of stuff, getting some some work out there that needed to get done. So just just trying to focus and and stay uh, on track while I have this time at home, and also enjoy just kind of trying like just relaxing a minute for a minute uh, before I hit it hard again. So you know, this week. Uh, it's been great. You know, our, our uh, Scarlet's sister, Ava, came to visit. Shouts out, Ava. Um, so we've had some some good nights out. Just a couple, not going crazy. Uh, but, you know, it's been a great time. Of course, there's always so much cool shit to do in in where I live in, in Las Vegas, in the downtown area, in the arts district. There's all kinds of shows. There's always something happening that you're like, ah, I want to go do that. Oh, why did you go do that? But, you know, you got to sometimes... Put a put a lid on it and keep old Uncle Johnny on his leash so he doesn't go nuts. But I'm not going nuts. I'm going, as you know, if you listen, cowboy butts drive me nuts, and that is all I will admit to. But other than that, uh, I'm just just fine. So um, <clears throat> one thing that I got to do this past weekend uh, that I haven't done in like four fucking ever uh, is go to we we got invited to some people's house to go chill in their pool for the day. Now. You know that, like, Uncle, you know, John. I'm not going out in the in the fucking outside a whole lot. That's not my bag, baby. Uh, I'm not an outdoorsman. I'm not going camping. I'm not floating a river. I'm not hiking. You know, and I know pool. You're like, it's a pool, dude. But sometimes even that, I'm like, nah, I can pass. Uh, but I'm glad I didn't because it was a great time um, with some new friends that I made. It's at Scarlet Nose, and we went over to their their house and just like was it. I was in the pool for like hours into the nighttime and shit um, and uh, had beers and just chatted and listened to music. It was really, uh, really a fun time. I got all pruney, you know, I forgot about that. And uh, we took Pony with us. He wouldn't get in the water, but he enjoyed the big yard that they had. He peed and pooped everywhere. Uh, Boney was really having a great time. Um with with uh, the their yard and stuff. So it was awesome, man. It's like and you know, I also, you know, being of a vampire descent, I will burn up easily. I'm just like a lily white, white flower out there. And you put me in the sun and I burst into flames and turn red and, and get all like, you know, crazy. I have to go drink a bunch of blood to come back to life and all that shit. This time I didn't have to. I was just, you know, the sun was great. Uh, didn't get burned, stayed, stayed covered and stayed good. So, um, yeah, man. So a pool that was kind of cool, and you know, it's also, you know, I, you go to all these hotels like I like I do, and they have pools. The majority of them have, you know, they have every. I guess every hotel, even motel, has a pool pretty much, but you know, they're always in certain states of uh, acceptability. I would say, like as far as cleanliness the size, what's going on, if it's, you know, where it's located in the hotel, outside, inside, all those different factors. But they've, for the most part, the pools have been closed uh, before leading up to like this now kind of spring and summer that's been happening that I see because, you know, there's still COVID stuff. And then like, you know, some of these, some of the smaller chain hotels, they haven't come back from like scaling back all of those things. So some of them don't even have water in the pools, you'll see. Um, but now they're opening and you, you could see like people are going out and swimming in the hotel pool and having a great time. And all I think of is like, ew, ew, all those fucking kids in there. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, I talk. I talk about last week from Chicago. We're out there in the courtyard. All of a sudden, the doors of the pool burst open, and like twenty-seven fat kids in towels come running out, just like it was nuts, dude. It was nuts. I wasn't ready for it. Um, but I also would not get into a pool after them or before them, even. I, I'd, I'd be afraid. But I digress. Go into this. The, you know, you got a private pool. Um, it was fine. And you know what? I'll be honest. If you get enough, I got to get a couple of drinks in me. I'm probably getting in the pool with all those kids anyway. So, so it doesn't matter. And uh, I'll pee right along with them in there. It'll be a great pee time we'll have together. Uh, but uh, yeah, otherwise, I, I'm not really, I don't ever really uh, go like look at the hotel thing to be like, oh, maybe I'll get in the pool today. Uh, so I haven't done any pool stuff in a long time. And, and that, that, was, uh, that was pretty, pretty cool i have to say um also you know being home this week guys some of y'all some of you have checked this out already and i very much appreciate it um but check it out if you haven't or, or go back and check it out is my uh uh the john wayne is dead apparel line that i have launched um you can go to john and the link is right there on the on the home page takes you right to the shop uh i went back in i know i launched it a couple weeks ago but i went back in and tweaked some things changed some design aspects of of how it was the, the layout of things were uh, really kind of spent some time tweaking it and getting it the best I can, like how I want it to be. Uh, so there's some new stuff on there and I'm going to be doing different, um, different items either weekly or bi-weekly right now. Um, I haven't decided, but starting this week, there'll be a new John Wayne is dead item. I'll, I'll, uh, apparel item that I will, uh, put out there and, and launch and, uh, be available for a short time. So check that out, guys. I've got t-shirts, all kinds like crop tops, ladies cut, you know, I know, I know sometimes it's harder to find like the, the lady cut kind of t-shirts. Um, cause I've never carried them with like getting band shirts and stuff when I'm, you know, on the road for the, for John Wayne is dead. We've never gotten like girl cut designs because just getting like any regular t-shirts is like expensive enough and a process and, and every, you know, all of that. But I have all of that now through this, through this, uh, company and we're able to, to, to do this. So I've got that coffee mugs, pints but these backpacks dude they are looking sharp i'm really happy about these backpacks that that are on there so um you know it's just now summer school's you know going but never too early to start thinking about your your little backpack for school or uh or for uh your summer library trips or or for when you're delivering uh your your baggies of drugs through the neighborhood you could do it in style with a john wayne is dead backpack and uh they're they're pretty fucking sweet so go to johnwayneisdead.com you can go to the Mer- uh, john wayne is dead apparel shop link um which is different from the 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 bookshop that's on there too so uh but it's all out there you can check it out i'm i'm pretty proud of of how it's turning out and um more great things are going to come from that soon so keep your eyes peeled guys and 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 make sure you check it out um so i uh let's see without further ado i think we will just um uh, roll into our three-card tarot reading of the week right now. Uh, as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself every week before the show. I kind of uh, sit down and organize my thoughts, just what's on my mind lately or what's going on currently with me and just um, you know get a different perspective through like what the, the prism of the cards stand for and mean. This week, I... Uh, sat down again, like, you know, I said I was off for this weekend, so it was just, I wrote down, like, focus, staying focused, um, you know, remaining on track, staying organized, also recharging uh, myself, and um, keep it, you know, just keeping everything balanced at this point, and not trying to tip uh, the rails either way. I, I've got a lot of momentum now, good things are, you know, still continuing to happen through my career, and it's just like, I just am, it's so important to me, so I'm just very focused on making sure I stay on track. So that's what's really been uh, on my mind. And what what are the, what's the next steps? What, where are the improvements coming that I can make? What's the next thing that I, you know, am going to do basically that, that uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking at in my career? So all of these things are just on my mind uh, right now. So we will look at what we got today. Now, um... 
The first card I uh, have gotten uh, today is the Knight of Swords, and that is in the upright position. And uh, as we know or don't know, the, the swords uh, represent our intellect. So this is, you know, when you get one of these, so, uh, a sword card, it's going to be based on more of like the analytical, your intellect, using your intellect to um, move forward or to make a decision or to examine a situation. And of course, the knight cards are always about action. That, that is an, a person of action. So this is no exception. So <clears throat> with the knight of swords, this is like you're, you're, something has just hit you and you are absolutely not only focused on it, but you're completely 100% motivated. Like whatever this thought, this goal, this thing that you have uh, set, on, set out on, it's got you like jazzed. You're super, super stoked and you're charging ahead. But like with, with the kind of like the uh, foundation of, of approaching it from um, an intellectual view, right? Like you can look at this and be like, oh, fuck, man, I know, I, I think I know exactly how to do this. And you're so excited, right? And you plow forward. Um, you know, you've just got this drive right now, just in this moment. Like I said, these things are always, always in flux. So at this moment, at this time in your life, however long or short it may be, there's something that is popping in you that you are driven about. It, it's got your ambitions going. You are completely motivated to succeed in this, right? Um, you don't even... You know, anybody that brings up, like right now, people are bringing up, yeah, but what about this? What about that? You're, you're like completely, your mind is set that you're completely unfazed by even those external, um, you know, kind of mind bullets being thrown at you to take you off course. Uh, you know, we're strong, like our mind is strong and set and we're determined right now. Um, <clears throat> the thing with this card and the thing with all of this great energy that we have going on right now and with the Knight of Swords in particular, it's you, you want to take action quickly. You're not necessarily sitting like, okay, let's put out a month plan before we start. No, you're like, okay, I got, I got like the first step. I'm just going. Um, and that's, this is the right time to do that um, for sure. But it, there's, there's a, the, the downside of that is that with this, fast acting, this taking action, taking, you know, uh, just going for it. You can sometimes like, it, it can be too quick and you'll hit some challenges and issues that you were not anticipating and you weren't ready for necessarily. Uh, but you have to just address those things, keep the energy going, but and, and resist the temptation because it will be there to cut corners, to take a shortcut. To be like, ah, fuck, I didn't see this. God, ah, you know what? Let's skip this and go. Don't. Don't do it. I'm telling you, you will regret it after the fact that, or at least uh, to tell this to myself. Don't, don't, no matter how attractive this little corner cutting shortcut may seem, it's, it's not going to be good in the long run. So we need to keep that in mind and, and not let those things deter that, that energy that we have right now around uh, hitting this goal. But another cool part about like, this, you know, the Knight of Swords is he is like, don't wait. It's reminds, it's kind of reminding you to be assertive. And sometimes people forget that. Sometimes people aren't super confrontational. I understand how that is. Easier said than done to achieve that. But if that is something you have, have issues with, I, I, I would say, I would say to, to work on, work on that. Because this Knight is going in, being assertive, getting what they want. They're not waiting for someone to, to tap them on the shoulder and be like, hey, you got the goods, kid. They're like, I got the goods here. They're right here. It's being proactive. You have that for just ready to, to, to put it out there and take what you want. You're, you are creating your future. You're creating the path, the next steps of the path that you're on the way you want it. You can't do that by laying back in the cut and waiting for it to happen right now, waiting for like just the you know, clouds to open up or, you know, like I said, the guy at the back of the club to stand up and say, you got it. No, that's not, that's not what's jiving right now. You need to reach in, take it, be assertive and be confident. Don't be an asshole. So, um, second card we get today, the sunshine, the sun upright guys. This is a great card. It's always a positive card when you have this sun. Um, and it's just kind of like, 
the son is like a hey everything's gonna work out yeah looking good guys but but in a way that um saying right now and we if we look at our last card you know with the knight of swords we're plunging ahead we have this confidence in what we're trying to do you know it makes sense you have the sun coming right after that because this is at a time when you are just radiating positive energy and, and and joy people can just look at you and they know hey you've got this guy's happy this person is happy they've got a, a joy radiating off of them a positive energy um that that you can like almost feel like coming off of someone when you you know meet them or shake their hand or they come into the room even and because we're so motivated right now it, that energy kind of comes hand in hand with it we just feel good about ourselves and what we're doing and not only that then through that we're able to like share with others or help others or inspire the people around us we're not taking this to a point of like yes look at me how cool i am i have done it you want to do it too no that's not where we are right now with this it's it's like hey i look i can help you do this like do you need help like and your energy that positivity that um you know that openness is is bringing people to you. People are gravitating to you because of that, because of this energy. This may be something that like you have all the time, and it's just like kind of waxes and wanes as far as like how powerful it it feels. Like sometimes people just are all always gravitating towards you, but but it's probably something that happens to, through your life a lot. Like you just attract awesome people because of this energy that you have already. And with the sun card, it's just kind of saying like, man, we're popping right now. The, the, it's out there. It's palpable. We're at like full tilt with this. So again, this comes with confidence. This comes with um, not – this com- This also the most important thing is this, this comes with like a big releasing of fear. Like we're at a point – this is saying like we're, we've released fear. We're not fe- – we don't need to be driven by fear in this aspect at all, at, at all, first of all, but that's approaching your life from like a big, the big aspect uh, the, or the bigger picture where I, you know, I'll talk about all the time. You have to release fear and because that is what fucking keeps us from doing a ton of stuff all the time. But right now, especially like th- we, we are not feeling fear right now, which is great. And we need to remember this. Remember how this feels because when it comes back around like a couple weeks, days, hours, whatever, when the fear, if you start to feel that fear creep back in, remember how it felt when you did now, when you don't have that fear. Remember that. And and now, and you can use that to be like, okay, I don't have to be fear. You don't have to let this descend on you and get its hooks in you because you can remember that now, how it felt, how confident you are, how driven you are. You're not afraid of anything. Remember what it's like to not be afraid of anything. All right. Last card in the reading. The fool, I pity the fool. Reversed, okay? So this is the fool in the reverse position. So basically with this card, it's, it, it, this, goes, this jives really well with our reading here because the, the fool reversed, you've got something going on. You've got this idea that's popping and you're, you're jazzed about it, but you're not ready to, to put it out yet. Because you have some worry that like, maybe I don't have the tools. Maybe I, I don't have everything I need. Maybe the timing's not right. Whatever. So you're, you're just kind of marinating on this, on this thing. But you have to realize like that marinating too long on something could be what's holding you back from actually putting it out there. For you, you've got to grip it and rip it. You've got to pull the trigger on things, basically. And you can, uh, you can yes something to death if, if you want, where you're like, yeah, but... I don't have this. Yeah, but I have to wait for this. Yeah, but if I knew this, yeah, but this person, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but dude, you gotta keep moving forward. Remember, we're we're coming off of this knight of swords, this action, this intellect, this confidence into the sun where we were like, yes, we're brimming with it. Now, this at the end, like this is where fear's trying to creep back in and take these things from us, take this mindset from us, you know, and, and it, it oftentimes could come where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Who do I think I am? Why? You know, that we got to dismiss those thoughts, balance it out, like with, you know, knowing like, hey, man, I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm putting it out there, putting good things out there that, you know, it's going to come back around. The universe will take care of this. But we, we can't be getting getting down on ourselves right now. Also, um, with this card, with this mindset, sometimes we have we can tend to spiral into too much living in the moment, too, too much... Uh, you know, acting like, you know, out or being too 
too reckless with our uh, indulgence, if if you will, and not we're not even thinking about the consequences to ourselves or the others around us. This is one of those times when we can fall into that, like, and and we don't want to, right? So this is telling us, you know, this is kind of like a good card to have after this these other two, because it's like, hey, don't forget to check yourself when all this keeps coming back in, when this starts to come back in and try to take away your confidence, try to take away your drive. Um, just, just remember, like, just remember, like I said, remind ourselves, we don't have to let this fear uh, dictate our actions at all, anything that we do. So don't let the, this, like the full reverse come back in. Don't let that fear take away our drive. Don't let it take away what we're trying to do. Don't let it sideline us uh, for any amount of time. It's just like keep an eye out and also remember the things that we've been through in the past to get to this point because those are the lessons that are going to uh, help us get through these things faster or keep us from even hitting those those uh, kind of uh, you know snares and traps again. Uh, so... Anyway, that's our reading for today. I, I appreciate it. I hope you got something out of it. I know I did as well. Thank you guys so much for indulging me in that. Um, so uh, moving right along, guys, uh, I mentioned earlier we have uh, on my Patreon the awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. And um, what I like to do is take a little snippet out of what I've got going on this week over on Patreon and put it in here for you all to listen to and check out uh, who my guest is, get to know them a little bit better, and uh, hopefully they, you, you'll be interested in them and follow what they have going on. And, and also you'll jump on over to the, the Patreon and, and sign up so you can hear the rest of the interview and all the other ones. Um, but this this week, uh, this was a long time coming. A uh, good buddy of mine I met uh, about a year ago or so and uh, kept in touch. Uh, very great conversation, great guy to talk to. Um, and uh, we get him on here to talk about his new up-and-coming podcast, a podcast he's just wrapping up and finishing and is tra transitioning to this new uh, solo podcast project that he's doing. And uh, it's a great conversation. So this week I'm speaking to my man, Zaire Uku, and uh, we're going to listen to a little segment of uh, he and I chopping it up here right now. Earlier you are mentioning like a, a reawakening, a creative, like an inspiration uh, hitting, you know, like that's, that's you also be growing in your, <clears throat> in your craft or, or in this, you know, because now you kind of have, okay, well, this is what I want out of it. Cause right. you said it started a lot of like trial and error, figuring it out and it gets a little bit more clear and things start to solidify. And then you start to see the path you want to take. And sometimes you just have to do it by, by yourself or with somebody else or, you know, right. I mean, it, it served its purpose and I'm happy about it. Like I'm, I don't regret anything that we did all hundred plus episodes. I'm glad. Yeah. Cause so, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to do the things that I'm trying to do now. Right. You know? If you hadn't gone through that. Mm -hmm. Um, so now you're, that you're, you're starting yours. So what, so what does this one look like? And, and All right. you know, how are we going about that one? All right. So this one, uh, again, it's, uh, Zaire, Uku presents speak your piece. And the reason why I call it speak your piece, because the premise of it is, is that, if you can speak, if you speak your piece, then you can actually, you know, if you have peace, then you can speak your piece. So one of the things that I feel is, though, that uh, we 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 if we if we're true to ourselves are basically we can or if we know, do do what we can and do what's best to know, you know, who we are, then mm -hmm. we can be at peace with ourselves. And then we can, you know, life will be more peaceful that way. But the first thing, it has to start with self, you know? And that's just right. a lot of growth. It's a lot of growth. It's a lot of, you know, trial and error. It's a lot of everything, you know? No, but, finding yourself and trying to figure that out is like a, you know, some people figure it out later, a lot later than others. And, and yeah. you know, sometimes it takes a couple tries, but it's it's kind of like an ongoing process. Right. Um, and, and so the, the, the main purpose of like having peace is that, um, I kind of want to like inspire people to be the best them. So, you know, at any point in time, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you just be the best at who you are, whatever that means, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So always be better, whatever that better is, you know, you know, mm -hmm. and it's based on the individual person and like, sometimes there, there, I mean, not sometimes a lot of life gives you trials and errors all the time. Mm -hmm. It's how we actually deal with them is what we learn from them, you know? 
if, if, especially if we don't run from them, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, it, it's it's going to be more of an introspective. Like I'm going to share parts of my life in which things that I learned, the lessons that I learned, you know, lessons from other people's lives, lessons that you know that helped me to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have people. Well, I'm going to have a couple co-hosts. I'm going to have one of my other. You, I'll probably end up having one or both or two of my uh, previous co-hosts. You know, on at separate times. Um, is each episode guest based or is it? Uh, it's uh, dependent. No. No? It's just dependent. It's just dependent okay. uh, right. on the availability, the the content. You know. So it's just so the main thrust of the show is is you like sitting down and and just you talking about these certain parts of your life and the growth and the yeah the things. And, That's how you're going about it. Yeah, and helping people, inspiring people, just to to not give up and yeah. to to, to pull, you know continue to push forward. You know. No, absolutely. I think it's, it it helps. I think it'll help because also uh, when I do my ideas, I want to have like just regular guests, like, you know, like how you had Johnny, you know, mm-hmm. like have Johnny on. But like, I want to hear the struggle stories, you know, and then how you overcame it. I don't want to hear mm-hmm. what you're going through now, which is nothing wrong with what you're going through now. But all of us have something that we had in the past that we struggled, struggled. There was a. There was a fight, you know, and then we re- we actually won the battle mm-hmm. because a lot of times we tend to forget like that. Um, you know, when we have encountered new problems, we tend to forget that, you know, we have, pre- you know, previous problems that felt worse or just as bad. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Or we forget what we like. Didn't I do this already? Didn't I make this fuck up already? You know, you, you or or it's talk. new, but you realize like, oh, it felt so bad. It feels so bad, but it's like you've been through worse. Uh, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> that's always good to get that perspective, but also like to take away. Like I like to look at things like you take away that knowledge from that that trial and you know mm-hmm. process that you went through, and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you can stop you know, bad, like bad things from happening or so, you know, something mm-hmm. like that happening again, but you can mitigate those things better. Yes. If you, if you just retain that mm-hmm. perspective and that knowledge, what you learned from that experience, you can, you can see it coming better. You can mm-hmm. get through things better and you can, you know, eventually all easier said than done. It's a lot of work, but eventually of you'll course. get to a point where you can, you can sidestep those things. You see, you, you won't even put yourself in position xyz way back here that's going to mm-hmm. lead to that because you already know you know mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the way i i look at that kind of stuff you know it's, yeah. and it's hard it's not some, something like i'm not trying to sit here and like and i'm perfect because i do this all the time <laughs> exactly. no, it's, no. It's, it's you always are constantly reminding yourself of these things and but it's it gets easier if you practice it you know what i mean of course and and, and that's basically <laughs> what it is i'm just sharing parts of my life because a lot of lessons that i learned in my life i didn't have to go through I learned a lot from other people's lives. People told mm-hmm. me I, I had had people that actually told me things like, "Hey, man, I went through X, Y, Z. I don't want to see you go through the same thing. I don't see you going in that direction." But I'm just kind of telling you, just so. And and I I think that's you know sometimes sometimes people we have to go through the school of hard knocks. Sometimes we just hard headed like that. We got to go through it on our own. You know, in order to see it clearly, but sometimes we can learn from other people's lives, and it's enough to for us to hear their story and go, "Yeah, yeah, let me not make that same decisions." You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. That's and that's a, I man, I I learned a lot of things in life by watching other people fuck up and just mm-hmm. being like, "I'm not gonna do that." I think I probably learned more from other people's fuck ups than like having to fuck up myself. Um, like 50, with, 50. with a lot of things, but, but yeah, now, now that I look at it, I'm probably not, not batting too high on those, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it really, man, you, 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 uh, when you look at these things and this is a, this is a cool concept to me, I'm, I'm digging it. It really kind of shows you what you're made of sometimes. And you, you know, you, you have to assure yourself, like I, I have been through this. Yeah. I've already blown my life up twice. So I need to do, <laughs> like, I know what the worst it can be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 why, and, and it's just like, yeah, you, cause you gotta be happy. You know, a lot of it is just happiness. A lot of people are just afraid there's fear such as like such a controlling element in these, these mm-hmm. things sometimes in our lives that we don't want to admit it or anything, you know, but it's mm-hmm. God, we're just terrified. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and 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 that's one of the other things too that, um, like you mentioned, a lot of times when we go through a lot of things or we get into like depression or whatever like that, we t- we tend to automatically think that or we tend to feel that we're alone. And one of the things that I think that just listening to uh, my podcast now that uh, we'll be launching tomorrow uh, is that when you have just regular people telling their story, you might be going through something similar and go, oh, I'm not the only one. But sometimes a lot of people, we tend to do that as humans. Like, I'm I'm lonely. I'm, you know, I'm afraid. I'm lonely. You know, I don't have anyone to talk to. And you sometimes you actually don't. But sometimes a lot of people actually do. But it's that that isolation sometimes we do to yeah. ourselves, even in our own mind. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, you know, we could have a whole podcast about, you know, John Wayne beats himself up like, you know, situation. I'm sure we all mm-hmm. can, you know, we're all mm-hmm. our worst, our worst yeah. uh, critic, critic, our worst, like whatever. We're the worst mm-hmm. to ourselves most of the time. Um, but no, it is good to, and reassuring to have, know that like, man, we all are kind of like that. And sometimes we just have to go in our bag for a little while by ourselves and be a little emo boy, but, uh, <laughs> but not all the time, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and now, now I try to spend less time in my emo bag. Um, but I'll still be emo forever. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Trust me. You know, you get, you get into those, you get into those modes. And I think one of the things is just embracing all that. Yeah. Embrace yeah, the good absolutely. with the bad and just know how to deal with it better. Absolutely. Well, and so um, that's awesome. So you already have like this is so when this when this comes out uh, th- that we're doing right now, it's this week. But the the show. So when people are hearing this, the show will be out. The new show yep. will be out. Yep. And And what's that? Is it coming out like weekly or how do you do you know what you're doing with that yet? I think I'm going to do it. Uh, uh, bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna start from there because uh, this is actually gonna be a a new growing experience for me because I have to be the the host and the idea person, and I'm not the idea person. <laughs> so I mean, I get ideas, but I, like the initial idea, like it just doesn't spark. But if somebody throws something in, throws something at me, I'm like, you know what? I have something. I, then I start to get the idea, you know, the idea fairy. But it's that initial hump that always gets me. But I've yeah. actually, I've, I've, I've actually, actually speaking of that, I'm glad I went to Chicago last weekend because it's. I was in the hotel, and I started smoke. I, I think I smoked my. Oh no, I had a gummy. <laughs> and you were watching Forrest Gump. And oh then, yeah, uh, oh, and, and, and Sandra Bullock came on, and then the yeah. whole afternoon was shot to hell. Oh yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, that was a proposal. That was funny. But <laughs> I was sitting there, and I was like, um, like seeing you guys do, you know, you guys being vendors, you know, and knowing the same, you know, got, got getting to know you guys as vendors or whatever like that. How I look at it is, is that you took something that's inside of you, like your books, right? You took something that's inside of you and manifested it into a physical thing in which you can actually, you know, propose and request and, you know, and actually sell. Mm -hmm. So it it started looking how my brain works. It, It flows in many different ways. Right. But I started like that what was that Saturday I was just kind of like it was more so inspiration because that's the same thing as if like I I walk I see a like a, a theater performance a live theater performance a play yeah I get so pumped I'm like man I need to get back on stage you know what I'm I saying love, oh yeah I love theater yeah yes I like I get it. so it was that same type of energy it was like you guys literally manifested something from yourselves into a physical and you're actually selling it and I was like that's where I want to be. That's where I, w- I want to manifest something from inside of me, but not create it and then also monetize it, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, all three. And it just made me so happy, like to see that again, just to kind of be around it, you know? Oh, yeah. Because it's not just the product in a, you know, I don't see it as products. It's like something that came from you, came from another individual. And it's a physical manifestation of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, I just think it's dope. And it was so inspiring. It made me actually think about ideas of how I can 
how I could actually uh, create more content on my own mm. because I was in Chicago, Chicago, because I had that revelation, I was inspired and I was, I got out of a block and now I'm like, I'm so happy right now because it's like, all right, I feel confident enough to know I can do this on my own and I'll be okay. All right, there we go. That's me and my my man Zaire Uku talking about his new podcast. Please check him out. Um, I'm very excited for this and I hope to be a guest on it soon and I'm sure I will be and I'll let you know all about it. So moving right along, but oh, also, but you can check out the whole interview, the whole thing, the whole schmeal over at John Wayne is dead. Uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, or uh, of course, John Wayne will take you right there to it too. But uh, please check it out and check out my man's Zaire. Now, moving right along, guys, the Corey hotline. Hey, who's calling? It's Corey on the phone. That's right. The Corey hotline, guys, it never went away. It's been here, right here. John Wayne lied to you uh, all this time. And uh, it is a number you can call any time of day, uh, any time of night, any time Anytime, anywhere, any place, and leave a message for me in the show, and I will play it on the uh, on the uh, episode, and we'll you know we'll talk about it. I'll answer your questions if you have any like you know, comments, any thoughts, anything that you want to uh, throw on the old voice message to Uncle Johnny here. I would love to hear from you. So the number is eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. That's eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. And if you call it, like I said. Leave a message anytime of day or night. Don't be shy. Don't call and hang up because you lost your nerve. You don't have to be scared. Just call. I promise. It'll be okay. Uh, and this week, we have a call, and we're going to go ahead and listen to it uh, right now. Here we go. Hey, John Wayne. This is Bill Fisher. Uh, I am on your uh, Facebook Christ, I'm not good at talking right now. But anyway, um, I actually messaged you the other day about the Roy's Boys Friday the 13th stuff that was out, if that helps jog your memory at all. Anyway, uh, I was just wrestling uh, to the most recent episode of John Wayne Lied to You, and I've been threatening to call for forever, and crazy as it may be, the, uh, the tarot reading, really all three of them apply to my life right now. So I just want to say in a weird way, thank you very much for helping me possibly deal with a very difficult combination of situations um, at the same time that uh, I was very struggling with. And out of nowhere, no matter what your beliefs are, however you want to look at it, I just say the universe provided me with that information and uh, it, I was in a really dark place and now I'm in a much better place for it. So I thank you. Um, on top of that, uh, I want to say what you do is great. Also, tell Triana what he does is fantastic as well. I'm a big fan of both of you guys. Um, and, and this is kind of a question for you, but uh, if you also want to pass it on to Triana, that'd be great too. Um, I was about 30,000 words into a novel uh, late last year, and then my computer system crashed, and I lost all but 6,000 words of it. Ever since then, I've struggled to get back into a flow state, to get back comfortable, and to get back into writing the way I want to. What recommendations would you have to get past that and to find a way to get back to writing successfully and comfortably? And also, random question, what's your favorite punk rock album? All right, thanks. Bye. Yo, hey, Bill, thanks for calling, man. Um, of course, I do I do remember you. I know exactly who you are. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out, and I also appreciate you being a fellow Royce boys. We know we know uh, he is the true true uh, force uh, to be reckoned with. Should have been Roy. We all know that. So, uh, so thanks, man, and thanks for reaching out. Um, that's awesome, dude. I'm so glad you got something um, out of the tarot reading last week. You know, that's, that's all I aim. I just try to make it, you know, I, these are things I'm talking about going on in my life, but, you know, I try to generalize it enough for uh, people to get something out of. So I'm so glad, man. So thank you. Thank you very much for listening and, and actually 
so glad you got got something out of that that helped you. And I'm glad you're in a better place right now, man. I definitely know what it's like to be in the the dark, dark, dark recesses of, of my mind and and just like thrusting myself down there almost purposely uh, and always having to learn the lesson of like, don't do that. Pull yourself back out. We got this. Climb back out. Climb back out. So um, I'm glad, man. So that that's awesome. And, uh, you know, Anytime you can reach out to me, I'm I'm glad I'm always here for you, dude. Uh, not even on the hotline, just hit me up on the, hit me up on the Facebook, uh, you know, or or message me. So, very cool, man. I appreciate that, and and thank you for listening. So, um, on the question about uh how how you you lost like you know a, a lot of words of your novel, and it's it's kind of getting hard. It's hard to get back into that. So. Yes, I I mean I can speak to that for sure. And actually, like Triana and I, if you go back on uh. Uh, a back episode of Vital Social Issues and stuff, there's one where we talk uh, in the earlier episodes about about kind of just this exact thing. So something like this similarly happened to me um, when I was writing Mage of the Hellmouth. I, uh, I think I was like somewhere like 25,000, so somewhere around there, you know, into it words. And I was using... Um, a, I was using Microsoft Word, but it was also like a stolt, like a pirated version of it that I just had forever. And it, it like it, it happened. This happened once before. Uh, it happened this time I was writing Mage, but I got up to like you know take a piss or whatever while I was writing, and I came back and sat down at my laptop, and all of the characters in the document were squares. It was just like like little rectangles instead of letters, and it was just like rectangles. And I was like, what the hell is this and um i went to like you know i was like uh do i i was like do i save this or what the fuck do i do so i like saved it as something else and then exited out and when i opened it back up it, it was still all squares so luckily like i had you know the version saved before that happened like uh you know because i just automatically save if i ever get up from my desk at all and I think I only lost like maybe 1500 words or whatever I was just working on like right then. Still, that sucked. And I was like, whew, man, glad that wasn't worse. Well, smash cut to like a few weeks later and I was writing Mage and I'm like all, you know, far enough, you know, this far into it. And that happens again. And like, I can't pull up any, like, uh, any other saved ver- for some reason it's all just corrupt and now like the only version I can pull has like maybe like like kind of similar to you like I think it was 8,000 words or something like that was all I could pull uh, up and and have on and I was like ah oh, fuck dude um, and that was a little bit demoralizing well not a little bit it's demoralizing because you're like I fucking did all this goddamn work Jesus fucking Christ but I just was like, okay, you know, I can't do anything about this. I and, and no amount of me sitting here and, and like, oh gosh, my brilliance, it's lost. That that's not gonna do any anything. Um, so it's like for me, I'm like, all right, let me feel my way about it and then get that out of my system and immediately go to like, okay, what am I gonna do? I'm either, you know, I can either chunk this and be like, well, fuck this then, I'm going to write something else, or I can just go back and start, you know, from where that was and try to put it back together and remember what I was doing, and that's exactly what I did. I just took the what I had and and just went back at it and rewrote the things that I'd lost and then and and surpassed it and you know, finished the finished the manuscript and then, you know, it was published by by Grindhouse Press. So, um I would say with that it's just it it does suck, man, and and it's and what I'm this advice I'm giving is of course easier said than done, and, and it's different things for different people. So I'm not trying to be like any authority on anything. I'm just giving you what I what what I've done and what's wor- what works for me. Um, I would say like you gotta just like get back over like do the same thing, man. Either either start that one again or start something completely different, but don't let like that thing that happened that you can't really do anything about rob you of your creativity or your art or your your drive for your passion you know that because that's just kind of what it's doing you know you, you don't don't give that the power you know take it back but just sitting down and and starting again or or even if it's slow or whatever maybe you start doing this again and 
you get a whole different kind of an idea that comes out that this book now goes like a completely different way that you're like, holy shit, this is awesome. And that could be what happens, but you, but you just have to just start doing it again. Now, on the other side of things, like, and I've talked about this too, I have a, a splatter western that's coming out through Death's Head Press, actually in a couple months, I believe August, September, end of summer, I think. Um, but I wrote, and I spoke about this on this podcast, and I think on Vital Social Issues, I started writing that three different times where I threw away uh, approximately 30,000 words each draft I did. I just started it and I was like okay this is what it's going to be about and I got to a point and I was like I don't know if I like this anymore so I try I went back and tried to like I wrote like the synopsis of each chapter that I'd written and looked at those and how I wanted to change those and then went back to each chapter and like kind of basically just rewriting everything and then I, I tried to do that but it was too confusing to myself so I was like well fuck it I'll just I'm starting over so I started over I got about 30,000 words and I was like, I don't like this at all. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm tired of forcing this. I'm just throwing this away. But you know what? I'm gonna take these other two characters that were in it, and I'm gonna make them the main characters, and I'm gonna tell their story with this other stuff. And I tried to push everything around differently, and I thought it was a great idea, and I got just about the same amount in, and I was like, this sucks. I hate this, and uh, I got rid of it completely. And the Splatter Western, the the finished product, the book that's coming out in a you know at the end of the summer is. Nothing has nothing to do with anything from those three other previous times I, I started and just threw it away. There's no aspects of the same, no characters, no plot, nothing. And and it's uh, I say that to say, like, you know, you sometimes you have to it's good. You, you have to get through all this shit to get to the, the good gold, the meat, you know, uh, of where you need to be. And it's just, uh, you know, writing is just like. It's, it's like learning, learning an instrument or, uh, you know, fitness or something. It's incremental and it's something you just have to keep doing and building. And it's, you're, it's not always going to be uh, you spinning gold out of your fingers every single time you sit down at the keyboard every single day. But that's what it takes to get there. At least I believe, you know, is just that get, getting back at it, man. So as hard as it may seem like, and as, as daunting of a task as it may seem to get back starting, you know, after losing that many words and starting again or starting from this 6,000, you'll you'll find it gets easier. Just start a little bit, you know, a little bit at a time, paragraph at a time, whatever. I think you'll find just just letting go of the of being angry and and upset about it and and sitting down and and trying to start again. I think that um you'll find it'll get easier and and the ideas will come back and it, it'll be better than it even was when you had these these first 30,000 words uh, that written that you lost. So anyway, um, Bill, thanks so much for calling, man. I appreciate it. I hope that answered your question, man. Um, again, thanks for calling. I appreciate that. Thanks for your comments uh, about the tarot reading. That is awesome. Uh, please, everyone else out there, you can call me on the Corey hotline at 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. Anytime, day or night, leave me a message, ask a question, um, make a comment, whatever you'd like. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. We'll play it and we'll talk. So thank you so much, Bill. Again, I appreciate you, dude. Uh, 832-930-1347. So, moving right along, um, I think it's time to get into our story portion of of this show. Now, uh, I've been at so many cons lately that, you know, all the stories I've been telling are just kind of the recaps and the things that have happened. Um, But I actually have a story that happened just this very weekend that I was like, well, I can't wait to talk about this. So, uh, without further ado, um, we'll call this story... I still believe in nothing. So, um, a lot of you know, or you may not know, you know, one of my favorite movies, probably in my top five, uh, is The Lost Boys. I love vampires. I love vampire books and movies and all that kind of stuff. But this is like the ultimate vampire movie. movie for me, at least one of the most fun uh, vampire movies. And, you know, like I said, in my top five, so many awesome elements in this movie. You, first of all, you've got the Corys. I mean, that's a, a, that's going to be a slam dunk, home run, grand slam breakfast every time you put them together. Rest in power, uh, Corey Haim. But 
you know, so you've got them. You've got this this vampire plot. You've got Kiefer Sutherland. You've got you've got Alex Winter. You've got mullets and you've got dirt bikes. You've got fucking awesome, you know, boardwalk. It's just it's it's awesome. It's amazing. And you also have one other thing that a lot of people know or, you know, uh, pop culturally maybe can be like, oh, yeah, that's the guy from this. You have one Tim Capella who plays the song, I still believe, in the uh, towards the first in the first act of the movie um, when, you know, Michael, the one kids first getting like kind of seduced into the vampire gang or lifestyle <clears throat> and they're at this concert. And on the stage, there's a there's a ripped, just a buff, long-haired, oiled-up man uh, blowing away on that sax, just giving it the business. And he is ripping it up, and he's singing, he still believes, uh, and that song will just uh, get, get in your head, and you're like, yes, I still believe, fuck yeah, you can't, um, you can't not feel good when you see... One sexy sax man, Tim Capella, up there, uh, lubed up and playing this song. You get hyped, you feel good. So it's and it's a huge touchstone of of the Lost Boys. It really is. It's something like it's just one of those well known scenes. A huge, huge touchstone of the movie, right? So um, we're on the road last week, and Scarlett looks uh, at something on um, you know one of the the Vegas things online, and it and it turns out that Tim Capella came through Vegas to go to the, he was at the Golden Tiki, which is a tiki bar here where they, they give uh, different celebrities uh, shrunken heads that, you know, are displayed on the wall. And that celebrity will come in when they get their, their head and they perform or whatever that accept it. It's, it's pretty cool. There's all kinds of fucking people up there, but she was, she found like, Oh shit, they, they're giving Tim Capella a fucking uh, shrunken head and we missed it. It was last night We because we were in Chicago and he did a little performance apparently and accepted his head. We're like, oh man, that sucks. That would have been cool. That would have been cool, but oh well. Smash cut to us getting home. Uh, on, on you know, We got home Monday morning or Tuesday morning. The next day, she like finds uh, that he's coming back and he's coming to play a free show right here in our backyard at a... A place, a, a pizza shop called Evil Pie, right here on Fremont, <clears throat> like Evil Knievel, uh, based uh, pizza place, and uh, they have a, a you know a, a little back area that's kind of like you know shotgun style, where I guess they have performances sometimes, and boom, he's gonna be there, free show, Friday night, 9 p.m., first come, first serve whatever, you know, so I was, she sends me that, the link to, I was like, oh, fucking shit, I was super excited, I'm walking around, oh, I still believe, all week, and, and, uh, you know, we're planning around, we get to, we get to Friday, it's like, okay, what time do we need to leave, I don't want to miss out, I mean, I'm, in, in my mind, I'm like, this place is gonna be packed, it's gonna be swamped with, you know, capella heads, but, uh, we get there kind of, you know, a little early, and, uh, show's supposed to start at nine, and then he pulls one of those classic fucking things. You get there, we're waiting, and it's like, oh, they, he's actually not going to start till ten. And like, like, okay, that's okay. I get it. Fine. You could have put that on the the post, but whatever. Because there's no other performers. It's just him. He's just going to do a performance. Now, so we have some brews and you know, a slice of pizza, a shot. We're chatting. We go back to the little stage area. We meet some people. Some people show up that we know. We're chatting and waiting. And um, he has a, his his shit is set up. Now, this isn't like a stage or anything. It's just like a picture. It's like an alley with a bar on off to the left side and off to the right side uh, against that far wall or against that wall is where he's going to be performing. So he has like a small setup, some like, you know, some lights, I think, uh, light things were set up. Um, this is not a big area. And again, this is not even a step up to a stage or anything. It's just a flat floor, you know, whatever. He's got like the soundboard, his, his PA, a couple of lights, um, I believe. And then he's got these two TVs, like two, I believe they were like 42-inch flat screen TVs that are on, um, you know, these stands, uh, I guess, that they're supposed to go on. And um, these freestanding stands, and they're, I guess about six or seven feet in the air. And they, there was TVs are on there. They're part of like his setup, whatever. So, uh, also this, this is 
kind of like when I say picture an alley, I mean picture an alley because it's outside. Like the, there's, it's open air when you step out into this point. Like it's kind of like the patio area. Uh, there's no roof over it. And so it's windy as hell in Las Vegas, especially lately. We've been having like a lot of wind, some wind storms and stuff like that. But even so, like when gusts of wind come through, uh, it's it's common. It's not like something that's like, oh shit, where'd this fucking wind come from? So he's, you know, he's first of all not coming till 10 and, you know, we're back there chilling. It's sometime after nine and this big gust of wind comes through. It's kind of been, it's already been a little windy, you know, but this big gust comes through and it knocks over the TVs. The, so the TV stands aren't, weren't secured to anything. They were just there on the floor, like standing on the ground. There was no sandbag. There was no weights to hold them. Uh, they weren't attached to any anything, securing them to anything, right? Um, so the stands, both the TVs like fall and the TVs like crack and shit like that and get all scraped up. And, you know, I think the people from the bar run into to check them out. They're like, oh shit, that sucks. So maybe like 10 or so minutes later, he shows up, Tim Capella, and he's like, you, you know, he walks over and they're they're like telling him they got like people are like from the bar, whatever. They're telling him what happened. And he's looking at him. He's like, oh, man. Oh, man. You could see like he's super upset. His body language is all like, wow. Well, I mean, you know, he's just he's right there, like five feet from us. So he's like kind of throwing a little fit about his TVs being broken. And, uh, you know, and then he's fucking with things, turning them on, looking at them just basically delaying this show even fucking more. Uh, and and I'm like, oh, great, dude. And I saw it in his eyes just from that first initial reaction. And I turned to the people we were with and I said, he's not playing tonight. And they're like, ah, you think? I was like, no, he is not. He's not playing tonight. I don't care. And so we even talked to like, you know, we were friends with one of the, the managers that was on duty. And maybe like 30 minutes or so later after he's over there tinkering with shit, he goes inside the, the restaurant, like, the inside part of it, the bar. And the, the he's in there for a little bit. The manager guy comes out that we know we're talking to him and he's like, yeah, I, I think I, I think I got it smoothed over. I, I pulled some of, uh, some of our TVs out and got, got him a TV down there. Um, so he's going to hook that up. He's in the, he's back there in the walk-in getting his shit together. I think he's, he's going to be good. I think he's gonna come out and do it. <clears throat> and I was like, sure, dude, you got it. Um, so he comes out finally. And, um, he's, you know, he's got some guy that I, I mean, I've joked when I was talking about this earlier, I was like, you got fucking grandpa Moses over here as your IT guy. They're, they're trying to now hook up whatever his presentation, uh, whatever was going to play on the TVs that broke to this new TV that the managers brought out for him on a different stand and weighted down and all that. And so they've got it hooked up on this laptop and then the soundboard and all this shit. And this guy's like, clicking away on stuff and he's like ah, rah, rah. and Tim's like looking at it and like rah, 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 rah. and uh he's again like he's kind of throwing like his arms up in the air and like all that and I'm you know I'm already I've already had a few and I'm <clears throat> and I'm like just play just play the show like who cares blow your horn we don't care um like that that was it. I, I couldn't understand why we were spending so much time on these TVs. It's like who fucking cares what's on the fucking TV behind you? Just play just play the fucking songs, you know? And uh he eventually like you know, threw his hands up again. Went, he went out to his van, which was parked uh in the other alley that butted up to this alley. because uh, I'd already gone out there like two or three times to smoke a bowl waiting for him to start. And he comes back in and he gets, you know, he turns a mic on and he's like, hey, guys, hey, thanks, everyone, for coming out. Uh, you know, shit happens with the wind and all this stuff. We can't. So uh, I, I, I want to play for you guys, but I want to I want to do it right. And, and, and I can't get this. The TVs and stuff working. It's just it's just not going to be right. So we're going to do it again some other time. And we're going to it's just we're going to do it right that time. So I'm sorry, you know, but we'll we'll be back soon. And. I'm like, boo earns, boo earns, play the fucking songs. So we just didn't play. And he had packed up his shit and, and left. And it was like a huge waste of everybody's time uh, that came because it, it wasn't like a bunch of people, but there was like 40 people or so there to see him. There was one guy that had. Um, he was at the bar next to us and he had a stack of these, uh, not a stack, but at least four or five. Um, they probably had all of them. This Lost Boys comic uh, series that came out, I think it was like a six-issue run, limited. It's hard, super hard to find now. But he had the, that, and one of the issues has like a 
you know, comic drawn Tim Capello's on the fucking cover blowing the sexy sax and all that. And he had it there to sign. And I, I don't think he got it signed. And, and it was just a, it was just stupid. Cause I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, yeah, I know that like you played with Tina Turner and you've done this and that, but like, who do you think you are? We, we, you, your TVs can't play, so you can't play your sax. I, I was, I, t- I said that like, okay, if he came in and like all that shit worked, but like the saxophone was broken, like the the reed was busted or some asshole dropped it, something where it couldn't play, that's something that stops you from playing the show. Your instrument is broken, you can't play. That fucking sucks. I've never seen like the, if the TV's not on, who cares? Does that? I, it, I don't know. Probably if we had him here, he would have a really great explanation. Uh, one of which I would be like, whatever, dude. But uh, it was pretty funny. And it was like, I I, I was so angry, not angry, like, like, oh, oh, but I was just so disappointed afterwards. I was like, no, no, I don't believe in anything. Fuck you. Fuck this. Um, but yeah, I was just like, come on, man. Just, you know, you know how to make me believe, don't you? Put your lips together and blow. Oh, yeah. There we go, everyone. Um, So thank you for uh, listening to this episode about how I I still believe in nothing. But maybe one day I'll believe again and and he can come back and redeem himself. but, uh, But we'll see. That remains to be seen. But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you're new to the show, thanks for checking it out. Uh, and I appreciate everyone's uh, support on this. Don't forget to go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne is Dead needs, wants, and desires. You can get to my apparel shop from right there, pick you up some badass shit, uh, very cool stuff. Uh, you can go to the John Wayne is Dead shop on the website there where you can get all my books and uh, records and all kinds of stuff. I'll sign them and send you extra art because I appreciate you so, so much. I've got a, a a bundle on there right now with my latest uh, puking uh, my my latest puking skull metal holographic bookmark new design limited to 100 they're going they're on there so check those out also i've got a bundle of it with the cadillac man uh for reduced price there so you can grab those uh both of those and and uh and just fall in love like peanut butter and jelly and uh and shit or whatever it is i forget what the combo was at the beginning i said but i know it was funny um but You've got those there. You can get all kinds of stuff from my website. And uh, don't forget to check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Thank you all for that support. And you can follow me at John Wayne is dead on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and everywhere else. And uh, thanks, guys. <clears throat> I'll see you out there on the road. I'll see you later.